There is a new partnership between Parks Canada and the Calgary Zoo, and it will work to build and protect the population of a small brown butterfly found in just one spot here in Alberta. With more on the Half Moon Hair Streak Butterfly, we're joined by the zoo's Director of Conservation and Science. We call him the Nature Doctor, Dr. Axel Morenschlager. Good morning, Axel. Good morning. Long time no talk. Happy New Year to you. Yes, uh, you as well. It's been a long time. Well, this is a good story. We want to talk about this. So tell us about this fragile little butterfly and and why is this partnership so important? Yeah, it's really exciting. You know, uh, on this program, we talk about many different species that we work on around the world, including bigger ones like hippos or antelope that we work on. But this is the smallest one and it's quite precious and interesting in many different ways. So here's this little butterfly If it stretches its wings as far as it can, it's about as big as a quarter. And it only exists in Alberta in Waterton National Park. In fact, in Canada, it's only in eight other places in in British Columbia. And then the closest other populations are 400 kilometers south in Montana. And they are tied to this precious, wonderful ecosystem that we have. When you just drive into Waterton National Park and you look to your left, you'll see these beautiful grasslands, which in the summertime especially sort of between uh, July and August, have amazing uh, wildflowers. And that's where these tiny, tiny little butterflies live. Dr. Morslager, you know, butterflies are beautiful. And I know that, you know, my kids, uh, toddlers are just fascinated by them. We love to look at them. But what are the importance of butterflies, you know, to the ecosystem for us? What, what, what is their purpose, if you will? Yeah, they, they have a very uh, important function. You know, they... Um, they actually are pollinators. So as they go from one plant to the next, they carry pollen, and then they uh, pollinate plants such as they need and such as they help, like the buckwheat goldenrod or lupins. And, and they do really interesting things. You know, it's, it, it's really amazing trying to work on an endangered species that actually only lives for 6 to 14 days, <laughs> all right? And, they, and within that time, they also have to mate. So what happens is the males find some beautiful flowers as is, you know, a good thing to do as you're trying to find a mate. And, uh, <laughs> and they'll attract a, a female to come there. And then although they don't live very long, they do take their time with mating. So they'll be hooked up for like an hour. And one of our uh, field staff actually observed a happily, you know, coupled up uh, a pair uh, being bumped off by some je- jealous male. And then they climb back up the whole time still hanging on to each other. So... You know, they take it very seriously and mm-hmm. they, they do the right thing. What's so cool, you know, you'd never think about the amazing things that happen in the small parts of the world, if you will. What's amazing about these guys is that they lay eggs at the base of these plants, yeah? And when they um, when those eggs turn into larvae, they have a symbiotic or mutualistic relationship with ants. They need ants and ants need them. So the larvae actually produce a sugary little solution, which is called like honeydew, that the ants consume. It does nothing bad to the, to the larvae in exchange for defending the larvae from any parasitoids or predators. Fascinating little beasts, aren't they? So, you know, obviously they, they do play a very important role to the ecosystem. So is this a unique partnership with the Zoo and Parks Canada that you've come up with? You know, it, it, it is unique in many ways in the sense that we're, here working on a species that, that's small, that's endangered, that's precious, that's a key component to the ecosystem. But at the same time, it builds upon strong partnerships and, and uh, long relationships that we have with Park Scan, helping to save other species. Of course, they're, 
they're leaders in, in conservation in their own right, and really in a global sense in terms of protecting areas and, and helping ecosystems. And we help to find solutions for endangered species, especially those that need assistance, if you will, through what we call conservation translocations, where you move a species from some other place uh, to a place where you're trying to reestablish them or support them. And this is exactly the kind of situation that we're looking at now in this three-year partnership. And also it underscores, you know, the unique qualities that our province has. I would have never thought that we'd have, you know, a unique species of butterflies in Alberta. Yeah, exactly. And and so it's really precious. And I think this is uh, where you see the ultimate test for leadership in terms of conservation is you need to care about all the species and about all the components of an ecosystem. You know, these are the things that are treasured on our, our doorstep. Sometimes we take for granted, but really they're right here. And so the situation now is that this uh, species actually went through great decline since uh, 2017. You guys might, for instance, remember the big wildfires that were in Waterton. Mm -hmm. And so that actually affected about 50% of the habitat. The other thing is that there's invasive plant species like knapweed that bully their way into this ecosystem that are really hard to control and actually affect the plants that the butterflies need. So... We're looking with Parks Canada to uh, how do we best, you know, take care of the situation on the ground. What are the needs for this uh, population to be supported, for instance, through releases of butterflies in another part of Waterton so that you can have two populations mm-hmm. and more eggs and more baskets, if you will. Um, or by bringing uh, uh, butterflies uh, from other regions like in B.C. and Montana. It's tricky, though, because you have to make sure genetically, first of all, that they're the same thing. And that the other populations that you would draw from could actually support it because you don't want damage those populations either. Great story. Great work that you and your team at the Calgary Zoo continue to do. Thanks so much for the update, Axel. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Really, it's a, it's a sign of leadership on behalf of Parks Canada and our own team as well. And so we're so uh, grateful to, to you for telling the story but also to all of our partners in supporting wildlife conservation. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We'll chat with you again soon. That is Dr. Axel Morenschlager, the Calgary Zoo's Director of Conservation and